Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. And we have a special guest in the form of a dog named Archie. Who is our executive producer. So you may hear a little bit of click-clack on the floor. Shaking of the head. Yawning, sneezing, maybe a bark. Who knows? (laughs) And this is episode 18 and our final episode of Horrifying Art Month. We're talking about mid Somar, what are you drinking? I am very boring today, as you like to say. That's okay. It's a gloomy day. Thanks. <laughs> I am having Aldi's Midnight Run, I think it's called. It's a dark roast with cream and sweetener. Don't even attempt hey. to shame me with coffee. That's okay. At least it's Aldi. You shook it up a little. <laughs> I'm having a Dunkin' Sunrise Batch iced coffee. Okay. Fancy it up, you know? Yeah, I see that. (laughs) Anyway, do you want to go on to the plot? Of course. A young American couple, their relationship fondering, travel to a fabled Swedish midsummer festival where a seemingly pastoral paradise transforms into a sinister dread-soaked nightmare as the locals reveal their terrifying agenda. Very well right. It was literally a run-on sentence. With yeah, com- no, that was like... With commas, but... No breathing in between. Mm-mm. Hereditary was the first movie of Ari Aster, and then this one, you know, I heard the hype about this one. Mm-hmm. We never did go watch it in the theater, but I remember hearing low-key that it was good. I mean, this isn't like a, a Halloween, right, where it's... That's why this month is the art month, because these are not in-your-face jump scares and scary movies it's a very slow burn horror movie even hereditary moved faster than this one yeah this one's kind of slow but i mean i have to say artistically it's beautifully filmed and it's more about the the relationships and the tension and the and mental illness yet again if you think about it mental illness just yet yet again. again apparently um what is it? Ari Aster? Mm-hmm. That's a hard name to say. It is. <laughs> he has, he seems to have a, a theme with that. And also, um, cults. And screaming. Again, and screaming, crying. Yes, he's very into people screaming and crying, especially in this movie, from <laughs> yeah. what I see. Well, I mean, it's also part of the cult. Right, right, mm-hmm. exactly. And I remember watching this movie on Amazon. It used to be free on Amazon, and I remember when I first watched it, and I was getting ready to prepare for a night shift job, so I was Mm -hmm. trying to stay up so I can sleep during the day, and I'm like, let me watch this movie, and I was like, oh, okay, that was shocking. It is shocking, I will say that. you You know, the big scene that I thought was shocking, and then... It's just the movie is a very, like I said, it's a slow burn, but I think the climax and payoff at the end Mm -hmm. is worth it. Yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Um, I I think you're the one who told me about this movie. I had never heard of it. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. And I think we watched it together the first time. This no, is, I think no? you watched it on your own. Did I? I believe uh, I don't so. Know. I don't remember. But I know that this is the third time. Yes, this is the third time. Because we saw it just about a month ago or I two know. months ago. And then here again. And, and this one really put your dad to sleep. Yeah. He didn't participate in this one. He participated in the first 15 minutes. And, then and that was it. He, it yeah. Well, to be fair, it was Friday night. Yeah. We had eaten a big carby dinner and uh-huh. he just knocked out. Yeah. So Yeah. Now we have a cat in with us. My cat Ting. All right. We're Wants full of animal love today. today. A lot of attention. Oh hello, Ting. Here she is. <laughs> Luckily she doesn't make noise. <laughs> Correct. All right, so let's move into some movie facts. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it eighty three percent and audience gave it sixty three. Which is still pretty high. This ki- I can see this not appealing to a lot of people because, again, it's not your typical horror movie. Um, 
it, it you know you have to really commit to this movie and it's very long it is very long i saw something somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know where that he was plan um Astor was planning on adding more to this movie and making it a 3 hour movie did that ever happen so i'll it's in my oh it's okay. in my list oh okay sorry sorry don't Go on. you worry this was released on august 30th of 2019 it grossed 27.5 million in the united states and canada and 20.4 million in other territories with a total of 47.9 million dollars total that's a lot of money. Yep. Okay. I didn't find the budget, which I was curious because I assume they had to build all of that yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. But, oh well. Ari Aster described the results. Ari Aster described this movie as a breakup movie dressed in the clothes of a folk horror film. That makes sense. I agree. And I this agree. is a folk horror movie. Yeah. Um, I do recommend one that I saw... I don't know if it's still on Netflix because, of course, they, you know, when you recommend these things and they're off the, you know, the streaming service. I had told you about it. The Wicker Man. Yes. It's semi-similar to Mm -hmm. this, but not. And it's one of, it's folk horror. Right. I recommend it. It's slightly disturbing. It's from, I think, the 70s or Yeah, it is old. And I think they remade it. I may have watched it. With Nicolas Cage, you know, the famous Nicolas Cage now. (laughs) Um, but I do recommend it. I thought it was free. Same thing. It's a slow burn with little hints of things that are going on mm-hmm. until the big ending. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> kind of movie. I would say that this is the ultimate breakup movie. Yeah. I would say like so. Like gone askew. Yeah. Like really, really mm-hmm. askew. Nutters, as you like to as say. As I like to say, completely nutters. Nutters. <laughs> Principal photography began on July 30th of 2018 in Hungary. Hungary? Hungary. Okay. It actually (laughs) wasn't filmed in Sweden and wrapped on October of 2018. Wow. Okay. Yep. Didn't didn't take them long to film it, but I guess, you know. Post-editing, I think, took took a bit. Mm -hmm. In April of 2020, the production company A24 announced that it was going to be auctioning props from the movie and that silk the may queen dress that she wears at the end mm-hmm. it's made out of ten thousand silk flowers so they were not real no they didn't there this time i was paying attention they, they didn't look real somewhere yeah and i'm like oh yeah they don't look real yeah <laughs> it was auctioned off for sixty five thousand dollars i wonder who wears it like well now it? it's at the academy museum <laughs> oh, okay. of motion pictures i would love to go there i bet that's yeah, a that fun be museum cool, right? to go to right mm-hmm. Ooh. So apparently the initial screenplay was going to be apparently more gruesome. So one of the scenes that was cut or altered was, you know, when Christian at the end runs naked into that barn and he finds Simon. Yeah. Apparently he was supposed to find Josh as well Mm -hmm. in the chicken coop. Not a barn. It was a chicken coop. And Josh was going to be chained to a fence with his (laughs) liver hanging out of his body covered in chicken feed and the chickens would be pecking him. Oh, awesome. And that they would have added a jump scare where he was still alive. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And instead of hanging from uh, Simon, instead of hanging from his lungs, which the, were moving, I wasn't sure if that yeah, was they were. real. He was still alive. He was still alive. Which apparently goes back to some kind of Viking ritual from yeah. way, way back. Yeah. Um, that's really. Which in and of itself is pretty terrifying. Yeah, now when you, because when I saw it the other two times, I noticed it moving, but I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's because Christian is tripping out. Yes, because we have to state, this mo- these people in this village are really into the psychedelics. Yeah. so you Like, they have every drug in the world, naturally, apparently. Yeah, apparently. And um, so, sometimes I didn't really think it was real, but now reading that that's what was happening, I'm like, oh, that made that scene more disturbing yep um anyway so simon was supposed to be hanging from his heels not the lungs but i think the lungs were more impressive i think so too oh so anyway and here's the fact oh apparently it the movie was supposed did run for three hours and had a rating of nc-17 i'm surprised it didn't given that scene in the barn with christian and maja 
mean, that I, was pretty... Well, yeah, and you have full frontal... On everybody, and... Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, the full frontal was the actor's decision. He said that um, it adds more vulnerability to the yeah, character. I agree. And I agree. Yeah. So I think that was a smart choice. Um... Horror director Jordan Peele said that the movie's visual style provided the most atrociously disturbing imagery I've ever seen on film. Mark's extreme phobia of ticks is actually Ari Aster's own phobia of ticks. He has fear of illnesses and bugs <laughs> that carry them. <laughs> so Aster wore two pairs of socks over his jeans in order to prevent bugs from ca crawling up his legs. And apparently Mark does too in the movie. I just didn't, I didn't really see pay that, attention. But, I mean, I remember the tick conversation, but yeah, I didn't notice. Yeah, he was freaked out. Yeah, so. yeah. I understand the bug phobia. Yes, I know you do. Ugh, gross. Including butterflies. Yeah, they're pretty, but from afar. Okay. Don't land on me. Uh, all right. I think I've said this already. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes, you have. So let's go on to movie observations. Let's roll. What? This is hard to keep track of. Actually, it's not hard to keep track of. It's just there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Simultaneously within the movie. Yeah. All right, so let's jump in. Do you yeah. want to introduce the characters? Sure. Well, there is a protagonist, Danny. Mm -hmm. um, she is the main character. There is her boyfriend, Christian. And I see that you put Dick Boyfriend. He is. Then there is Mark, Christian's friend, who is an asshole. Mm -hmm. There is Josh, Christian's friend, who is working on a PhD. I th well, Christian is too. I forgot to put that in yes. there. Mm -hmm. But clearly not as seriously no, as Josh. That's why I kind of... Yeah. yeah. Then there's Pell, which is their Swedish friend. Mm -hmm. Then there's Simon, who is a British tourist with his fiancée, Connie, who mm -hmm. is also a British tourist and was brought aboard by Pell's brother ingmar or something like that yeah i don't i cannot pronounce some of these names yeah sorry to aster if i fuck them up yeah and then there's assorted uh characters that i don't know their names either so yeah because <laughs> they're all the the swedish people yeah we open with danny making a very concerned phone call to her parents that she's concerned apparently we discover that her sister is bipolar, bipolar, like yeah. legit mm -hmm. bipolar, not just making a joke out of it. Like she is bipolar mm -hmm. and that she's sending these very cryptic emails. They show the email basically saying everything's black and mom and dad are coming with me. Goodbye. Yeah. Then we, you know, we hear Danny leaving the voicemail on a landline phone of the house of the parents, and the parents, you see them sleeping. Mm -hmm. They are actually sleeping. Yeah. The first shot. And the first shot, they are. Yeah. Then we go back, and the sister has made this horrible contraption mm -hmm. of basically carbon monoxide from the car and putting a hose and basically bringing it into the parents' bedroom. Right. I mean, duct taping the door yeah. so nothing escapes. And she wears a mask. Yeah. She to get really it directly. to make sure she was dead. Yeah. She was literally inhaling it with a mask yeah. taped to her face. It was very disturbing. It was disturbing. To see that. Yeah. And to think that somebody would do that. Yeah. Like, how did he think of that? That's very disturbing. I mean, clearly, at this point, Danny is completely destroyed. Uh, I mean, yeah. you see that. Yeah. And I have to say that before that even happens, she's having a conversation with a friend mm -hmm. about being so overly needy of her boyfriend and stuff like that. And you get a hint that there's she has emotional issues as well. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, Christian's a jerk. He is. Because... Be well, this is before you get to the scene of the parents and the sister dying. She calls her boyfriend, mm -hmm. who we meet, is with a group of friends, eating pizza. So you know, and whatever. doing drugs. And they were doing, doing resin, which I have no I idea don't know what, what that, that is. is. I don't know. Me either. That's new to me. And you know, he picks up the phone and he's like, "Oh, she always does this to you." Like he's trying to play off mm -hmm. her feelings. Yeah. 
And you can also tell that Danny suffers from her own mental illness. Yeah. And it's probably also from the stress of having a bipolar sister, mm-hmm. which it seems like this has been an ongoing issue of her threatening. And threatening to do something. Right. Because at one point you see her going to her medicine cabinet and she takes, what is it? Ativan. Ativan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is an anti-anxiety mm-hmm. medication. So she is clearly, you know, not yeah. well either. Yeah. <laughs> or not, you know, meant. She's emotionally distraught. Distraught. Yeah. So Christian, again, you know, he's having this conversation with the boys and they're like, you need to break it off with her, especially because we're going to Sweden. And then his phone rings again. Mm -hmm. It's Danny. And she is, here we go with the screaming again and the crying and the. Yeah. It's like really like loud moaning and groaning. And she's like, I, and I understand. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, he's this is really bad on her on her couch, and, and he's there, and he and, seems very bothered. Yeah, yeah. Like he's like, I think what I got from it because she's wailing on the couch, and he's there, kind of holding her, but it's not like a therapeutic hold. It's no, more no, of a no. You know what I'm I have thinking? to be here. Yeah, I'm n- fucked. No, not just I have to be here. I can't break up I with can't this bu- chick. Right. Now. That's what I thought when. That's what I thought he was thinking. He's like, great. Now I'm stuck. Now I'm stuck because I'm now I'll be the douche that yeah. breaks up yeah. with her when her parents just died. And they've been together for four years. We find this out later. Yeah. Right. But it's, I mean, but let's say know, it now. This is crazy. If you're not in love with a person, cut it off. Right. Cut it because you're just stringing that person along and he treated her like shit. Right. This is where I do have to agree with the friend. I mean, they don't have to be such assholes about it. They're like... Just break it off. Right. And they're kind of right. Like They are right. I mean, again, they could be like, dude, you know, stop doing this to her. Stop doing it to yourself. Don't, but not how they're saying it. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, they were being You know, the typical, asshole. what? They're probably 20. Yeah. 20 somethings because they're in college. So, yeah. you know. But that's not to insult other college I people know. out there either. I, they were just true. being because I think they're also tired of it. Because it seems like this is also a pattern with her. So it's Christian's fault, too. Because right. he drags in all that stuff and probably makes comments every time she calls him. Yeah. And then it, it just infiltrates into the group, too. Right. Because you get influenced by that. And yeah. they start to dislike her, maybe not through her fault, but because Christian's Christian. a jerk. And he's probably saying how his side of it instead of showing her side. Right, right. Like everything. And that's why you should keep your... Your relationship problems to yourself, right? Or to limited because then exactly now yeah. they you have a point now they hate her mm-hmm. based on exactly you know not knowing Hearsay. her yes right. and and it's an interesting that they're planning this trip to Sweden with Pell because that's where he's from mm-hmm. and she doesn't know about it mm-hmm. she discovers it at a, at a party. party after yeah so you know the grief they go to this party. And yeah, they bring it up casually, and she's like, huh? I thought she took it pretty well. Yeah. For, a, you know how we are. We yeah. can be emotional yeah. okay. about being lied to. <laughs> yes. But, and then, of course, Christian is just being an asshole about it. Right. With her. Yeah. And saying, I guess, what, that he didn't have to apologize for it. And mm-hmm. then she's like, but I want you to but." Then this little argument There's ensues. a lot of gaslighting going on with him. Yeah. With her. Well, it's petty. It, it's like... Uh, yeah, I, he's a dick. Yeah, he is. Like, he's just a big jerk. I think it's the next day. I don't know. We don't know, mm-hmm. right? Now the guys are at somebody's apartment. We don't know whose apartment is. And Danny comes over. But before she comes into the apartment, Christian says, Oh, I invited Danny. To come with us, and you guys invited her. Right. Their faces and body language were like... Are you kidding us? Like, (laughs) I hate you. But, you know, I can understand that. I can, too. Because we've been in situations where we've thought of maybe being in X group, Mm -hmm. and then somebody brings in somebody else, and it does change the vibe of the group. I can understand why they would be annoyed. Yeah, I I can, too. the 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 co-johns to say, hey... This is a guy thing. Right. I have to agree with their reaction as well. Mm-hmm. Pell is the only one, I mean, he has this look on his face of maybe not disappointment, but kind of like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Slight intrigue initially, maybe. Right. He doesn't look as disappointed as Josh and Mark. 
And Christian, because right. Christian is too. Well, he's like... He's devastated. Yeah. <laughs> and the other three guys go off to another room somewhere. No, to... just Mark and Christian. And Josh stays there? Um, I think Josh eventually steps out, but initially it's just yeah, Mark it's just and them. Christian. Yeah. And Pell was drawing something, mm-hmm. and then he starts talking to Danny and shows her a picture of last year's May Queen. Who happens to be his sister. Yeah, quote unquote. Right. Everybody's related in this commune, I think. <laughs> in some way, like even if it's not blood, yeah, they're related. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you can tell, you mentioned it, that he, he switches. Yes. Where he's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can come. Yeah, he's actually happy about it. Mm-hmm. I think at that moment, there's a realization for him. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he's recruiting, mm-hmm. right? That's what these people are doing. Yeah, they're recruiting. Like, the gentleman who brings the British people is also recruiting. Right. Anyway, so he seems more happy about it. He's, he gives his condolences to her because he says his parent. He's basically, he's an orphan. Right. As well, because she, she is now an orphan. Right. I mean, she's an adult, but mm-hmm. she doesn't have parents. And, and a sister, and she freaks out again. Yeah, she does her crazy stuff, but her emotional thing. And then she goes off crying, and then we switch to the the plane. Right. So now we are en route to Sweden. They land. Now they they drive into this large field. It's like a pregame, right? Now yeah. They're, and they're all going to do uh, mushrooms now. Yeah, they're tailgating before they get to the actual event. Right. Like, why not just get to the village? Yeah, but it was beautiful. It was very pretty. Really pretty. So they go ahead and do this. You know, they this is where they meet Connie and Simon and Igmar. Igmar, yes. Igmar. And Igmar is the one who presents the, the mushrooms. Danny doesn't want to do it yet. Of course, the friends get upset. Christian gets upset. Everybody's upset. Right. Because this is the curveball, right? Uh-huh. Her. Yep. This is what the friends were worried about. That yep. she was going to be the... The downer. What is it? The fifth wheel? Yeah. No. Third wheel? It's a wheel. It's a wheel. The <laughs> point is, it's a wheel, a flat wheel that's yeah. causing it. The But they end up all doing this together. Mark is not having a good trip, it seems like, initially. <laughs> that cracked me up, I have to say. It was funny. He's like, lay down. Josh, lay down. <laughs> Everybody lay down. He's like, why is it daytime or something like that? Yeah, because it was 9 o'clock at night and it was daytime and... And he's like, I don't like like this. I know. (laughs) And Danny seems okay initially. She freaks out anyway. She starts seeing grass on her, was it her hands or her her feet? feet And she runs off into this like little bathroom, I guess. Hut. Yeah. And in in, there's a mirror and she sees her sister. Yeah, like a flash of it. Right. But obviously she's tripping. So this is her mind. And she runs off into the woods and they find her. Six hours later, sleeping in an open field. Yeah. So a lot of time has gone by. Yeah. And then they go, they hike to the village. Right. And this is where we learn of Mark's tick thing. Because he brings it up. He's like, are there ticks here? Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm really scared of ticks. And his uncle has Lyme. And, you know, it's kind of a little funny. Mm -hmm. There's moments of comedy to kind of bring the... The yeah. relief down of all the it is, tension. Yeah, that is true. There are some moments that are funny. Even in the scene with Christian and Maja, mm-hmm. I was cracking up because of his face. Oh, of his face? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, what? And we'll get into that a little later. Exactly. <laughs> they get to the village. Oh, how cute. The little, you know, traditional folk cost not costumes i get it's not costume to them no, but they're right you know they're they're clothes wardrobe. it's all white and all flowers and the flowers and... in the hair which i love flowers in the I, hair i know you do you know the little buildings they see that big yellow mm-hmm. orange or not orange a uh, triangle building mm-hmm. and pell says that you know that's off limits yeah because josh is like what what is that yeah so Josh, I mentioned we mentioned at the beginning he's working on his PhD and mm-hmm. his thesis he wants to do it on this village. So right. you see him asking and very invested in finding out the traditions and all of what's going on in this village right. or town. I don't know what to call this thing. It's Commune, a, town, village. It's a little village. Right. So um, just and putting that out there. At this time when they get into the village, that's where the Pell groups meet the Ing- well, they like reconnect again yeah with um connie uh, and simon Simon. and you see connie and simon walking around the village and 
Like, they see a bear in a cage. And I think it's Connie who says, we're not going to address a bear in the cage. One of them says it. One of them says it. Yeah. And then they pass by this big painting on, I think it was on fabric. Yes. Beautifully done. But But it's actually depicting what is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Apparently, the drawings throughout the movie are all describing the movie. Yeah. I tried to pay attention to that because I knew that from before, but it's just too much stimulation. It is. It's a lot going movie. on. Um, I will say, I, I don't particularly like the artwork, but the artwork is really nicely done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting to see that the way, the way it was designed. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Anyway... Well, you know, they get into the festivities, they they eat together. It looks like everything is done together. Mm-hmm. They even sleep in this same hall. Right. Not, Depending on know. their age. Right. Certain a certain age group sleeps in this one building. Big building, beautiful. Right. Um, in little beds, even babies sleep in there. Yeah. I think up until age thirty six. And then from age thirty six to this age, it's another phase. And then from that until 72 is another phase. And it's important to mention the 72. Yes. Because the next day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. When they're still in that first day, one of the villagers, Maja. Oh, yes. Kind of like kicks Christian as they're playfully running around. Right. Because that's important for later, Mm -hmm. too. She immediately has eyes for Christian. Yes. Anyway. But yes, it is now the next day. And they're having this breakfast, I guess breakfast, right? It's and a, yeah. it takes them a while to start eating. Everybody's like, okay. Yeah. These two elders, mm-hmm. a man and a woman, like they do this weird breathing exercise. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. And they're dressed different. Yes. They're like in gray. Gray, blue, blue, gray. They look like they're dressed tell. in gray burlap. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it's really. not very pretty. I think looking. their name were yoga, and I'm not sure that that's the right way to say it, and labor, but labor or something. I'm not oh, even okay. going to attempt, but okay. that's what I wrote in my notes. Yeah. So. Anyway, and then, you know, they, they eat this together, and then we're at this cliff scene. Mm-hmm. Right? There, it's them two, those two elders up at the top of the cliff. They cut their hand. They put blood on this, like, rune. Yes. Oh, yeah, and then there's runes everywhere. Everywhere, with symbols. With symbols, Which right. Which Aster seems to love symbols, apparently. Yes, he does, because there was some in uh, Hereditary. Some. Well, it was a, yeah. one main one, but this one has a bunch. A lot, yes. Anyway, and it's the whole village at the bottom of the clifflet just looking up. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we see our group just looking... So the night before, yeah, Pell I know where you're does going. say, "Oh, to, we have to get rest because tomorrow is I don't remember the name of what this ritual is." Right, right. But Josh, seems Josh to knows. Know. Josh is like, "We're really doing that." Mm-hmm. Christian's like, "What is it?" And he tries to Google it, but obviously they don't have internet. Right. And Josh is like, just giving him this face, like, "Oh, be ready." Mm-hmm. So. I felt like Christian in this scene was looking up at the cliff, like, worried. I don't know. He seemed uneasy. He did seem uneasy. Absolutely. Like, he kept fidgeting. And just the way he was looking, like, he was concerned. And Danny, too, was kind of, like, concerned. Uh-huh. Josh was the only one looking on, like, okay. He I know, was observing. I know what this is. Right, because he's because there to he do. he knew what was coming. Right. And then you have Simon... And Connie. But separate. Separate. Yeah. Within the actual group of the villagers, because the other group is to the side. Right. And they are kind of like, what the hell's going on here? Right. They're they're vocalizing that. Yeah. Then we see... The uh, elder lady. The elder lady. Um... She gets to the edge of the cliff and then jumps. And literally... a swan dive. Literally falls on her face. And boy, you get to see it. It's shredded. Yeah. To pieces. Yeah. And it's funny how the villagers don't react. And yeah. obviously everybody, you know, our main group and Connie and Simon are like flipping out. Mm-hmm. Then the old guy takes a swan dive, as you say. But he doesn't, he only gets his leg busted. busted. It's shattered. It's like literally twisted in reverse. It, yeah. It was, I and can't I'm sure, imagine. And I'm sure his insides have burst as well. 
Yeah. Because that's a big fall. He so, didn't fall on the rock that the no. elder lady fell on. He Mm-mm. fell on the ground. The rock was a big, solid rock. Not that the ground isn't, but... Right. Yeah. And, uh, well, don't worry, though. Even though he's not dead, they make sure he's dead. Yeah. These three people come up to him and smash him three times with a huge mallet. A wooden on the face. mallet. And, and they show it. Yes. Apparently, that scene was supposed to be more gruesome. Could it be more gruesome? Because that was pretty bad. That, that was pretty disturbing. Um, yeah. Yeah. That scene, um, I've never forgotten that scene from when I saw it in 2019 mm-hmm. at home that night. I yeah. was like, oh. And I hadn't seen the movie again until... Recently? Recently, mm-hmm. when we watched it a month ago. Uh-huh. And I didn't remember much of anything in the movie except... That scene and the end. Yeah. Because they're very impactful. Kind of like Hereditary. (laughs) I didn't remember a lot of Hereditary except the head scene Mm -hmm. and the end. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, what? But I have to say, it it is gory, but not disgustingly horrible. Like, it's not a gore fest. Like, it's, I'm sorry, I know I've said it before and I, I like have a lot of, (laughs) it sounds like a lot of hate. It is in a way. Like, Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie is so gory, it's gross. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it, so I don't know. I do, like, obviously, because I will always remember, and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and we were talking about gore, and we were saying, a shout out to you, Juan, if you remember talking about this, <laughs> is that we were talking about how he actually thought this movie was grotesque, and I'm like, it doesn't compare to Halloween 2. Right. Like this is, it has moments, but it's not like just gushing and gushing and let me see how unique I can kill you and times 10 and Mm -hmm. blood splattering. Like this is just, it's a quick visual thing. Right. It's hard to describe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But yeah, Connie and Simon have lost their mind. Yeah. They're like horrified at what they have just seen. Yeah. And the way that the people are just like, hey. No, so then, like, it looks like she's the leader for now, or... Her yeah, name is Siv. Siv? Okay, yes. she comes to explain. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do this, it's an honor, because they have reached their life cycle at 72. Right. And instead of aging and dying and, and going... Suffering and, and aging, right? Right. This is how they give back. And mm-hmm. now, you know, whatever the lady's name was, that's going to be the name of the baby that's going to be born, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. It's a never-ending cycle of life. Right. So basically, at 72, I'm I'm history. I guess so. It doesn't matter if you're in great health or in great shape, you're dead at 72. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Find out what happens next after this quick break. So Simon and Connie have had it, and yeah. they want to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Connie goes and packs up. But there's no sign of Simon. Yeah. Now, remember, guys, this is her fiancé. One of the villagers tells her, well, he has left for the train station. The The truck is very small, and it only accommodates two people. And she's not buying it. Right. She's like, I could have sat on his lap. Exactly. Why would he leave me here? Yeah. She's, like, all up in his face. Like, this isn't. this doesn't make sense. Where is he? Yeah. And what has happened is that um, Simon has been killed and Connie will soon join him as well. And this has happened because the elders are insulted by their reaction to the death. It's, it's part of their ritual. They felt that that was disrespectful mm-hmm. of them. So they eliminated them just like that. Yeah. This is where you see what a jerk Christian is because he decides... To copy Josh and says, guess what? I too am going to be doing it on the village of Harga, the Harga people, because that's oh, what they're called. Oh, there we go. That's what that's what the village is called. And he offers to collaborate with with Josh, but mm-hmm. this is this just shows you what a jerk he is. Yeah. Um, Pell grants both of them access to learn more about their beliefs, and um josh is introduced to one of the religious leaders Mm -hmm. and he opens up this book that's kind of like their bible but instead of there being you know proverbs and whatever in there Mm -hmm. um there are photos or not photos drawings yeah and what we find out is that they have um what they call rubens in their village Mm -hmm. and they're inbred 
people. And they're like oracles, I guess. Yeah, like seers. Right. And they are the ones who 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 can see and they draw in these books. And when you look in the in the area in that room that they're in, which is a library, it's a there lot are of books. Thousands of books in there. Yeah. And it's never finished. It's like an ongoing book. Yeah, because they, they literally believe that this special person can see more. Right. And they actually make up their religion, apparently, according to what this seer sees. So Josh asks the uh, religious person, Elder, if he can snap some photos of the books. And the Elder is like, nope, absolutely not. It was a hard no. It, I mean, you could tell he was like actually almost insulted yeah. by that. <clears throat> um, in the meantime, while this is going on, the elders that jumped off the cliff, that swan dive, are being, you know, cremated. And their ashes are being put in this um, tree that's dead. And it's a huge tree. And I guess it's um, like a great an ancestral tree yeah. is what they say it's, it is. Mm -hmm. And they're putting their ashes there. And then, go on, Erica. <laughs> uh, Mark comes out from somewhere and he pees on the tree. And out comes this other elder or leader guy, and he's bitching and complaining, like, what are you doing in Swedish? So we don't, you know, we right. have the subtitles that he's he's so upset by what Mark is doing because it's an ancestral, ancestral tree. You're pissing on this. Like, what are you doing? How disrespect? Like, they are so upset. Yeah. But... I know that, yes, he didn't know what, that that was happening or that that was what it was. Mm -hmm. But even after they tell him, he's like, all right, well, big deal. Sorry, guys. And this, it's like he didn't do anything wrong. Right. And at this point, he has just done what the villagers feel Connie and Simon did, which is he's... Dis Insulting. Insulted, um, disrespected their practices. So that night at dinner... <laughs> yes. Um, Mark gets, uh, seduced mm -hmm. away from the table and never to be seen again. Right. So we know what happens to him. Mm-hmm. Because we've already caught the pattern. When people get, you know, seduced away, right. we don't see them again. Yeah. Yeah. That night, <laughs> Josh decides to go take this picture anyway. Yeah. And yet again, more disrespecting of the culture. And he gets caught. Mm -hmm. At first, he thinks it's Mark because it looks like Mark. Right. He gets hit on the head by something. We don't mm -hmm. really see what this is. And when we, the viewer, see this Mark person, it's not Mark. It's somebody wearing Mark. Right. Literally wearing his face and his and hair. hair. So it's not just the face. It's the it's it, uh, It's disgusting. Yeah. It, it reminded me of another movie that we saw where they did this. Was that Jeepers that's, Creepers? Yes. Yes. Ooh, we got to do one. that one. Yes. That's, it reminded me <laughs> yeah, of that movie. With the end of that one. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I've never mm -hmm. forgotten the end of that yeah, movie. Yeah, neither have I. Ooh. It always stayed there. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But yeah, so. So now he's gone. He's definitely gone. Now, the next day, we see how much of a dick Christian is. Mm-hmm. The village is, you know, that elder that said no to the picture is talking to Danny and Christian and telling them, listen, Mark and Josh are missing and the book is gone. Right. And Christian is like, I don't associate myself with, with Josh. Right. He literally just threw him under the bus. Yeah. He's like, I would never do that. I, no, I don't he associate. He is spineless. He's showing how spineless he is. He really does get what he deserves. Mm-hmm. 100%. And the thing is that Pell, I think Pell is there and listening to this. Mm -hmm. And Pell realized, I think he already knew, but this kind of grounds just what an asshole Christian is to him. Well, I think what also grounded him as to that is it's Danny's birthday while they're there. That's right. And Pell gives, gives her a picture that, that he drew of right. her for mm -hmm. her birthday. And she mentions, oh, thank you, you know, Christian forgot. And you can tell that he's actually upset. upset. I think he had a little I bit of a thing her. for her. Yeah. yeah, and he's upset. So he's already connecting the dots of, like, this guy is a dick. Mm -hmm. So I think Pell knows what's up. Yeah. Later that day, Danny and Christian go off to do different things. Christian mm -hmm. goes to meet with, what's her name? Siv? Siv. Siv. Because 
she wants him to mate with Maja. Right. They're they're matched astrologically or blah 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 blah. But we <laughs> we should talk about what Maja has done. Oh yes. <laughs> to entice supposedly put a spell on him. Right. Throughout the movie, we see that she puts something under his bed. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she makes a meat pie mm-hmm. um, with body hair in it. Yeah. And possibly blood. And it, Well, his drink is a different color from everyone else. So right. there is blood. And this goes back to that tapestry we saw at the, at beginning, the beginning. That explains the putting under the bed, the body hair, the <laughs> blood in the drink. And it's to seduce and make a baby. To make a baby, correct. Yeah. So that's what's going on. And this is why Siv is telling him, hey. This is happening. This is going to will You will mate with her. Right. It's interesting that before he goes in to talk to Siv in the outer room, mm-hmm. there's he's looking at a picture of, of a, a bear, bear on fire. He is. Because <laughs> I mentioned it. I'm like, oh, look at that. Yes, you did. So that's what I'm saying. Throughout the movie, you do see hints of what is to, is to come. come. Yep. He. So that's what's going on with him. Danny is going to participate in the May Queen ceremony ceremony competition. It's a dance. Con- I don't know why that's called a dance competition, but maybe that's kind of their folk mm-hmm. thing. And of course, because you know we can't go without any uh, drugs here. They drink this tea, mm-hmm. which is again a hallucinogenic, mm-hmm. and basically. The last one standing is the girl with the most stamina and is crowned the May Queen. Right. Christian does come back to watch this, but you can tell he's just like, I don't care about this. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care about anything. No. At some point, they give him that tea as well. Mm-hmm. To get him all hallucinated. At first, he... Hallucinated. <laughs> hallucinating. And at first, he was he said no, but then somehow, he just takes it anyway. Yeah. Little does he know that this is the end for him. Yeah. The beginning of the end. I actually found the music in this scene kind of creepy. Yes. The music for the... The maypole. The, the maypole was Dance. just mm-hmm. kind of creepy. It was kind of off-putting. Did you notice that all of a sudden Danny could speak, speak Swedish? Swedish? Yeah, I did notice that. That was weird. So I guess mushrooms can make you speak another language? Or make you hallucinate into thinking you're speaking... <laughs> that you're speaking, speaking in. another language, yeah. yeah. I mean, God knows what these hallucinogenics do what they can open your mind to since we mm-hmm. supposedly only use 10% right. of our brain. Yep. So the competition is going... I, I honestly thought this scene was going to be worse because the this scene actually let me down. I thought like as they fell, mm-hmm. something was going to happen. Like what? They were going to kill them or something? Or like they would get hurt or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me thinking way too extreme. But mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of disappointing. I'm like, oh, okay. They just... I don't know. They made it sound like it's this big deal. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's really not that big of a deal. But, I mean, think about it, though. I think they're going going? at this for hours. Oh, okay. So, they are physically destroying these people until they drop. They're on hallucinogenics. Mm. God knows what that does to them. And since we can't see when it's nighttime there. That's interesting because I was just going to say, it's never nighttime. It's The few hours that the sun is not there, it's kind of like dusk. Well, and it's, they're in that house, Mm -hmm. right? Where they put the shades down so you don't see the sun. But But it's never nighttime. Yeah. All right, fine. Actually, the brightness makes the movie creepier. Yeah. It is very bright. Weirdly. The whole time. It's almost overexposed at certain points mm-hmm. yes. of the film. Yes. Of course, Danny makes it. She's May Queen. Mm-hmm. Christian is just like, whatever. Pell is super happy about this. Yes. And goes and kisses her and yeah. all this. And then they take her away to go like bless the land and all this. But while but wait, this is happening. Something that happens before they mm-hmm. take her away, she looks at Christian. Kind of like she wanted his approval or happy... And he's just sitting there like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they take her away. they blessing the land. They do all these ceremonial things. And then they take him away. And now it's his turn to have his ceremony mm-hmm. with Maja. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. It's, there's like, what, 12 women in a semicircle naked. All types but of ages. naked. <laughs> Obviously, Maja is too... And they, they, you know, they have sex or having sex. Right. But then, like, the women also get involved. Mm-hmm. 
but not sexually, but just like pushing him yeah. and like l- making him look at her. It's just like his expressions were funny. Yes, they were. And like this, there's all this moaning and noise that is it was well, kind they're, of irritating. They're, they're they're emulating the sounds that they're making during sex. Right. I found the fun, it hilarious when that woman just like. Maja reaches out to her and she comes down and Christian just looks at her. To me, I started laughing. I know, here. we he, did. Because his face is like, what the what? F-? I mean, he looks like he's dazed, like a deer well, caught in Well, because he's headlight. also high. Yeah. But his face is like, what the fuck is going on here? But I'm going to continue doing this. Right, so it's right. Like, yeah. And then another old lady gets behind him and thrusts yeah. his butt. And, it's, and he's, and he's like, looking and it's like, what? Yeah, it's it's a very strange scene, and then of of course Danny comes back from you know blessing mm-hmm. the land, <clears throat> and she hears noise coming from that building, and she's like, "What's going on in there?" Yeah. And the one girl who's kind of helping her out was like, "Don't go, don't go there, don't go, yeah, don't go over there. You don't need to see that." Of course, Danny goes to look through the peephole, through the keyhole, and mm-hmm. sees what's happening, and she has this like. The, the biggest meltdown she's had in the whole movie. Right. In the sleeping quarters. In the sleeping quarters. But it's interesting because at this point, all these women that were with her during the ceremony, they all surround her. And she is like wailing. Danny yeah. is wailing. And then they all start to wail with, with her. her. And I So think, now it's a competition between wailing and the moaning on the other side. Yeah. And what's interesting is I think that at, this is a pivotal moment for Danny. Because she's been alone in her grief. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she's in a community mm-hmm. that is participating in her grief. Mm-hmm. It seems like this community, to at least give them something positive, right? Not all because of this killing stuff. They they have empathy within each other. Right. Because now these women, and it's kind of a girl power moment. Right. Right. Exactly. For her. Yeah. They're crying with her mm-hmm. to show in maybe a way I'm feeling pain with you. Right. They're sharing the pain. Which she hasn't had because her boyfriend sucks. His friends suck. Mm-hmm. She only has that one friend at the beginning that she's talking to. We don't know who she is. Right. Who's empath- em- showing empathy in the sense like it's okay to feel this way and he's being an idiot. Right. Exactly. So she's and now she's alone mm-hmm. in the world without family. That maybe this is what she's looking for, and right. she has now possibly found here. That's why I'm saying this is a turning point for her. It is. It really is. You have to look past the. It's semi irritating the noise because it's like okay, but it's it is when you look at it for the story. Mm-hmm. It is pivotal for her mm-hmm. because and she's also looking at them like what what are you doing like. Kinda, right? Right. Like her expression is like, hmm. What what? <laughs> yeah. Know? Christian is done. He's all flipped out. Yes. Cause then Maja's like, oh, I feel the baby. It's like, oh my God. Insanity times five. He runs out of this barn. I'm calling but everything naked. a barn. But, but naked. naked. And I agree that it shows vulnerability because you can tell he's like Oh my God, I'm out here naked. Eventually, because then he covers He's covering himself, himself with and his that hand. shows vulnerability. I still don't feel sorry for him. Oh, I don't either. But it was also a nice change instead of it always being a naked woman in these movies to, okay, you know, men can be naked too. It's right. just a body. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. And showing the the vulnerability of being naked and then covering yourself. And right. You're you're exposed, completely exposed, mm-hmm. not just emotionally, which he's got to be in one hell of a gamut of emotion, yeah. but physically exposed. He runs up to one of the gardens and he sees a leg sticking Josh's out. Josh's leg. Which we figure out is Josh. He runs into the chicken coop and he sees Simon. This mm-hmm. is, we talked about it at the beginning, that he is strung up, but his lungs are still, well, he's still alive because yeah. the lungs inflate. And deflate. Mm-hmm. And he has flowers for eyes now. Yeah, it's, it's just a really weird... It's visually disturbing. It is. It's it really not is. so much gross as it is disturbing. That's what it is. That's what these movies are. They're not gore. It's disturbing. On some level, some of the stuff here reminded me of two movies. Um, of Silence of the Lambs. Okay, yeah. And also the movie Seven. 
I haven't watched. I've only seen Seven once. Many, I know many years ago. We need to watch Is it that rough? one. Yes, it's rough, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's a rough movie. It's a rough, very rough movie. Yes, this part when um, Hannibal Lecter does kind of something similar to the cop. Yes, or a cop. Yeah, yeah, at the prison or where mm-hmm. they had him, you know, caged up. Mm-hmm. And you know, Christian is looking at the body he turns around and all of a sudden there's another old dude behind him and blows something in his face more, more drugs. drugs but stronger now yeah this because is worse. clearly this drug in particular paralyzes is, yes completely physically paralyzes you're conscious and awake but you can't move or speak right because when they wake christian up again the lady says that to him mm-hmm. you can't speak or move but you can see. Yes. <laughs> and they have him in this little wheelchair in front of this ceremonial, like, circle thing. Mm-hmm. And that there... also has symbols around yeah. it. Some kind of symbol. And then Danny's in the middle in that silk flower dress. And the leader is now explaining what's going on. Every 90 years, they have to do this nine people sacrifice. They mm-hmm. have two, which right. are the two who jump to their death. Right. And they have their bodies there. Or, well... Their skin. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently they they're, don't... They're meat suits. Yeah. And they have them dressed in weird with branches and... Fruit. And, and fruit. Food. And very disturbing looking as well. Very folk. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they have their other four. Right? right. The four We have Josh, Mark, Simon, Connie. Right. Who are dead. Mm-hmm. And that's the sacrifice that Pell brought. Right. And then they need two more from the village, and it's going to be Igmar and another guy. Right. And Danny, because she is the May Queen, she gets to choose who the ninth one is. And can we all guess who that ninth one was? She chose Christian. It was between Christian and someone else. Yes. And she chose Christian. Christian. Can you imagine the other guy? Oh, what Thank a relief. God. <laughs> and, and Pell, I think, is excited. Pell was own smiling. Mm-hmm. He, was he? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. He was very happy about it. We then see that they killed this poor bear. They gutted it, and they put Christian inside. Yeah. So now he's wearing a bear suit. Yeah. They put him in. The, now we get to go inside the yellow triangular, triangular bu- building. Yeah. It's all hay in there. And in each corner, they put all the quote-unquote bodies because they're they're just made out of they look like dolls right with human skin with human skin of all the people that have been Mm -hmm. killed christian gets put in the middle in the bear suit and then the two live guys are sitting yeah in there as well but they give them something that says hey here take this like some kind of i don't know waxy looking thing sappy thing and oh you're not gonna feel anything yeah right (laughs) my god Listen, if <laughs> no. I were those guys as I was burning alive, I'd be like, wow. You I guys got Why didn't they give him the give them what, what right. Christian had? Exactly. I mean, that's kind of not cool. That was mean. That was Those mean. are your own to people. Their, right, to your own. We get it with Chris. I mean, personally, I think Christian should have just... Yeah. He should have felt it. Although, think maybe about he it. did. Maybe he did. I mean... And he couldn't scream. Right. <gasps> okay, so maybe it's just bad all around. Yeah, it is bad all around. Anyway. Yeah. They burn, it burns to the ground, and as it burns, as it finishes burning, and you can tell everything's like ash, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And you see the wood falling, it's dying down. Danny is crying, and then she smiles. Yes. And then the movie ends. But her smile, what do you think that smile means? I think she is happy now. Happy? Because why? she found a place. Mm hmm. I think maybe she realized, oh, these people sympathized with me, and now I have a place to be, and now this asshole is gone. Right. I see this movie as a revenge movie as well. Yeah, Because of all the times that this douchebag has Mm -hmm. been a douchebag, because Mm -hmm. there is no other way to describe this guy. That is true. That is true. You know, she got him back. Yep. I have read a different theory on what her smile symbolize or what her ending is. Mm-hmm. What do you think it means? I actually think it's kind of both two things. I think she has completely gone over the edge mm-hmm. of her brain, of her mind, mm-hmm. mind's ability to comprehend all this. Mm-hmm. But she's also realizing 
I'm in a community that understands and sympathizes with me. But I I can't not imagine that someone's mind isn't going to flip. That there's something that triggers it and allows her to accept this barbarity because it is barbaric. It is, yeah. And and be okay with it. Right. That's the only thing. Like, this is a lot, especially for her. Right. she already has mental illness. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you see all of this and you're okay? Yeah. So that was the other thing I read, that she has just lost her mind Mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. But I can see how that can flow into her accepting it and just embracing the community. Yeah. She doesn't have the history with them where that's part of their culture and they get it. Right. She does not have that. Right. Um, But now she does all of a sudden. Right. That clarity is there. So... I think it's interesting. I, I I thought that was weird. It's left to interpretation. I like which that. is always good. Yeah, and it's a happy, bad, good ending. Bad in the sense because everybody pretty much died except her. Mm-hmm. Happy because I feel happy for her because I feel like she might be in a better place. We don't know, right? Except and, when she turned 72, obviously. Well, you know, right. Game and then over. good ending because I like that everybody dies <laughs> except her. And clearly she might end up with Pell. Yeah, so it, when they're 72. I guess they'll die together. Uh, yeah, they're I mean, the same are age. they the same age? I don't know. I don't know. But if they're not, then whatever. But yeah. Well, that's their choice. Mm-hmm. All right. So sound and movie. <sighs> that That music during the May Queen thing mm. is what stands out the most to me in yeah. this movie. It did to me. I mean, the music itself did remind me of Hereditary as well. It has that same undertone. It wasn't as anxiety-driven like Hereditary. Hereditary definitely had a yes. lot of anxiety undertone right. to it. This one had the folk sound, you know, and... It gave you that sense that you were in a mystical land far away, but it had a creep factor yeah. at you the wanna, same time. You want me to play it? Sure. Okay, hold on. Yep. Like Hereditary, it starts to amp up. Yeah. As it continues and mm-hmm. you cycle through people dropping off, it, it gets more and more intense. Mm-hmm. And a little bit faster. And faster. Yeah. yeah. So the music is very good. I think Hereditaries is better, mm-hmm. but it's in a different context. So this matched the whole folk thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It had a little bit of a happy sound, but with the undertone of something disturbing is happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. What about best scene? I actually agree with you. On this one. I like the whole, I think it's what, the last 20 minutes of this movie? Mm-hmm. The end that leads to the end? I, th- I thought it was amazing. The end to me is what makes the journey worth it. Mm-hmm. Because you're like, oh, 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 ew. It, yeah, you keep going, <laughs> oh my god, oh, ew, yeah. oh lord, that kind yeah. of stuff. Because it's like one thing after the mm-hmm. other, after the other, and then the culmination of... Mm-hmm. up in smoke and then just the imagery like yeah like we said it's not gory it's just very disturbing looking mm-hmm. and to think that maybe something like this does exist out there that right do ceremonies like know. this we don't know or have happened or have, in the past yeah. mm-hmm. it's just disturbing yeah it leaves something in your core like well i'm telling you i watched it when it came out you know for streaming mm-hmm. and it never left my mind yeah the ending of this movie because of the imagery is very impactful. This is one of those movies I have to say I you you know as well you know very well that I tend to forget a lot of mm-hmm. details in movies. Um but this is one that certain scenes have never left my mind. Yep. And I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> or you can see why. And I got to say we agree on all all things coming up next. Oh, we do. Okay, yeah. here we go. So best character, Danny. Danny. E- even though she at some points here and there, she annoys me. I, I think she, the actress did a great oh, job. Oh, she did great. She did a fantastic job yeah. where she annoyed me, but I also felt sorry for her. Yeah. 
because so, you know it stems from a lot of issues in her past that's mm-hmm. why i would get unannoyed with her right because i would too i'm like all right enough but you have to be sympathetic to what's going right, on with her exactly and i think that's what she was missing again mm-hmm. is having empathy right in her somebody life. who actually cared for her right <laughs> and here we go best unlikable character definitely christian, christian. Ugh. oh yeah I think he might be the winner of the year. You know, last year it was the bad guy from Train to Busan. Yeah. He might be the winner. I mean, we're still going, but... We're still going, but I can see him as being uh, uh, in the lead here. Yeah. Because Mm-mm. he was just a horrible person. And not just around. boyfriend, even friend. As a friend, he was a horrible human being. As a boyfriend, he was just beyond horrible. He was terrible. He, was, he, he got his just dessert. What character would you be in the movie? So this is where we choose for each other who we would be. I put that you would be Josh. Really? Because I can see you sneaking in and still trying to get that picture. So I would end up dead. Yeah. Well, I guess so. No, I could see that. No offense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually see you as Danny. Oh, Not God. because of the hysteria, but the realization of things. Okay. I can see how that could happen. Um, or, or any of the crazy stuff either. Well, maybe. Maybe, you know. <laughs> We're all a little bit on the edge. There's a certain um, underlying courage that Danny has mm-hmm. that I think she realizes at the end, mm-hmm. her, her, her actual courage. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes you underrate your own courage. You say this every episode. I do. Because I, I don't that. think you realize how strong you actually are. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Does it hold up? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's not that old, but I think this is a movie that will hold up forever. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement, the attic, the haystack, the barn, the, the, the. Rule number five, why are you going in there if it says don't enter, spooky, looks creepy. And rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or a new one, no seance. I have why are you going in there for Josh? Mm -hmm. Why is he going into the library thing when he knew he shouldn't have gone in there to take that picture? Mm -hmm. And then I have don't split up. Everybody split up the whole time. Instead of trying to stay together... In this weird town, they all split up. Yeah. I think you covered all of them because I can't think of any other ones. Me either. I guess. Because clearly the villagers made sure the guy was dead, even though he wasn't a bad guy. The old old man that jumped. Right. Right. And then Scream Award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? (laughs) Ah! Not at all, I I don't think. I put zero. Yeah, this wasn't a a jump scare kind of movie, which is fine. Yeah. We rented this movie on Vudu, and you can also rent it on Apple TV, YouTube, Redbox, and Amazon. I love this month. I thought it was really fun. It was. To dive into these, artsy what we horror call movie. artsy horror movies. I hope there's more to come. I hope um, Ari Aster makes more interesting horror movies like this. Mm-hmm. Makes you think. Yeah. Makes you invested in what's going on. Um, I know Robert Egg. Eggers, right? Mm-hmm. Eggers. He released a new one called The Northman. We're gonna oh, have I to check that, that out. I yeah, saw, and uh, he uses the same girl again. Uh, Skarsgård is in it. Uh huh. One of them, Alexander, the guy from Big Little Lies. Yeah, I think it is. I think Alexander. Yeah. So I've heard it's good. I've heard it's gruesome. So I don't know what that means. That could mean anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'll have to check that out. Since yeah, I back. saw a preview for it yesterday, as I was finishing. Ah. watching Ozark. Okay. And I went from one episode to the other. I think I exited it and then I saw a piece of it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, wait, what is that? And yeah. So, yeah. So I'll have to check it out. He did have another movie come out called The Lighthouse. I was not a fan of that one. Um, But you know, we have to see it. I have not seen it, but we (sighs) will have to see it. Yeah. Maybe I just need a second watch, but it's in black and white, which turns me off. Usually, I don't know what it is. I can't do black and white movies unless it's an old movie mm-hmm. that I know is black and I don't know. It's 
it's weird. It's 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 a stupid thing from me. It is what it is. It is we all is. have our weirdities. If Indeed, that's even but a, maybe for what? next next year's art month, if we do another art month, I think we, we should because I really enjoyed it this month. I thought it was great. Right? It was fun. Listen, you got me to actually like the witch. The witch, which you know, I hated that movie when I first saw it. You were very adamant about this, I, and and I went in with a, I will admit, a bad attitude, you having sure to did. watch this damn movie again. <laughs> and at the end, I'm like. Wow, what an idiot was I. Yeah, But hey, at least I admitted it. You did admit it. We mm-hmm. needed subtitles. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> and that's a wrap on Midsommar. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, horrorcafepodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail. I get really excited when I get an email from our followers and please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review and if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time, stay spooky. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.